listening to the Maggie Bonehead Show live on crmk.co.uk every Wednesday from 10pm till midnight. Don't forget to follow the Maggie Bonehead Radio Show on Mixcloud, hosted by Billy Hayes and Dan Rayner. But above all, don't forget to pay me for this promotion, please. Hang on a minute. Let's get this sorted. You can manage anything. Oh, shut up. Hang on a minute. Let's get this sorted. You can manage anything. Oh, shut up. What's it done? What did it with the face? The whole time I realised that everything I'm saying, I'm not looking, I'm not coming off good here at all. I just, you know... That's because you're arguing. But, um... I don't even know now. He's a lovely, lovely man. No one be horrible to him. He made a mistake, did it wrong. That's not fun. He had to suffer. Now it's all done. Well, I know what's right. Okay, move. <coughs> so, there. But, um, I don't even know now. Have a bloody good time. Have a bloody good time in our own bodies and mind. It's my new catchphrase. time we stop digesting crap start with your food and then end with telly and then burn all your books and then get into the woods uh, kill a rabbit with a mallet and eat its skin and go from there go from there yeah well that was a difficult period in my life I was, so, ma- I was masturbating a lot but, um, I don't even know now huh. I like horses <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Would, would, oh, I'm so, I'm really mystical, actually. Tell you what gets on my nerves. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> but, um, I don't even know now. But, um, I don't even know now. So I want a kale, bacon and mushrooms. Yum yum, bubble gum, stick it up your mother's bum with a bit of cream on top and a bit of cheese. Yum yum, that's loads of good stuff. But, um, I don't even know now. I was making a mistake because I was trying oh, to... that like a steak, but you forgot to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> it's an empty saucepan. <laughs> Frying pan. I, uh... Yeah, no, it was a female steak. 
Ah. So, yeah. But um, I don't even know now. I'm gonna move. <coughs> so, there. Yeah. Oh, I want to so, talk more. Give, turn my microphone up. Turn my speakers down. Do what you want to do. That's really better. You do what you want to do. I'll do what I want to do. Together, magic will happen. Well, uh, yeah, I think that. I think what we all need to do is, right, life is ups and downs, right? Well, why not just see it as bouncing? And then it's fun, baby. Frog spawn, melodies. Council flats and holidays. Christmas time and Jesus Christ. Looking like my name is Michael, Mr. My, Mimi, Mamou. Chinese chicken stew, I'll be so good for. I could already be Yeah, get yourself fit and fighting crazy. The walls might be coming. Back in the room. Yeah, right, 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 I've just got back into music. Thank, probably thanks to Billy Hayes, live on the microphone. And there's this sort of new style of music that's out now. Music is good at the moment. I've just suddenly realised some of the lights turned on, and I've gone, oh, well, I can't moan about music at the moment. It's really good. There's some really good stuff. I think we're going to go through like another 60s, well, like conscious lyrics and expansion of the brain. Well, well, they say they say the best art comes out through struggle. Struggle. We've been through that. We've been through the crazy. Brexit, ah, oh, Trumpy, yeah, don't do this, don't do that. Endings, there's no such thing as an ending, nothing ever ends. That's what I've realised. You can't make an ending to a film, it doesn't exist. It's all pointless. The boys bit of every film is the end. So, I reckon ends are impossible. And, um, I'm absolutely sure about that. Are you sure about that? Yes, gentlemen. Have you ever had a dream? Yes. <laughs> Go on, carry on. So, just do it! I'm going. <laughs> so, but um, I don't even know now. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's J Squad.
why are you eating that fish? Because I love fish. You love the fish. That's why you took it out of the water and killed it and boiled it. He said, don't tell me you love the fish. You love yourself. Because the fish tastes good to you, therefore, you took it out of the water and killed it. of what is love right. is fish Young couple falls in love. Young man and young woman fall in love. What does that mean? That means that he saw in this woman someone who he felt could provide him with all of his physical and emotional needs. I mean, they was all doing silly things, weren't they? Like, jacking out the window, like, willies to girls, like, and all that. It's silly, like, you know? So and she thought in this man, somebody she feels that she could write, that was love. But each one's looking out for their own needs. It's not love for the other. The other person becomes a vehicle for for my gratification. Too much of what is called love is fishy. An external love is not on what I'm going to get, but what I'm going to give. People make a serious mistake in thinking that you give to those whom you love. And the answer is, the real answer is, you love those to whom you give. And the point is, if I give something to you, I've invested myself in you. And since self-love is a given, everybody loves themselves, now that part of me has become in you, there's part of me in you that I love. So true love is a love of giving, not a love of receiving.
all good evening. This is the Muggy Bonnet Show. To you ladies, you gentlemen, you non-binary. You pirates, you paupers, you poets. You... Paperboys. Prostitutes. And... Pillagers. Partially permeable membranes. You priests. Pancakes. And penises. Polar bears. Practitioners of Pluto. And pixies. And privates. Should we go on to Q? Uh, I don't like waiting. <clears throat> so, good evening. How's it going? It's Christ- Christmas! This is a pre-record from 1978. We um, are Christmas Day in it. We've just beaten up our wives and we're going to be racist down the pub. Because <laughs> that's what we did back in those days. That's what we did. Um, um, right, what's happening? You've uh, you... Tell me a little bit about yourself again. Yourself? Is that your friend? Yes. <clears throat> He's a uh, no. It's Cat Stevens. Uh, yeah. Uh, why did Cat Stevens uh, cross the road? No. To get to the other side. Why did Cat Stevens forget his uh, lunchbox? <laughs> I wouldn't want you to be my wife. <laughs> Alzheimer's. Oh, good, brilliant Sad story. Really. Alzheimer's. Can't remember. It makes no sense. What? What a surprise! Something that Daniel said makes no sense. Uh, that's because I don't uh, deal in American money. Daniel has uh, has discovered that he is the Jesus, basically. No, better than him. Jesus rubbish. He's an old book. I'm better. I've just worked out like oh, so simple. Right, what's happened now? We are the age of the squarey legs. That that song earlier, right? Something's happening in the sky. I've seen it with my third eye. That's and I a, don't that's a know rhyme I learned from a priest. I met in a cave. I went in my garden the other day because of the weather. There's loads of mushrooms and fungus everywhere. So I ate all the mushrooms and fungus I found in the garden. Um, about two hours' time, I was terribly sick and had to go to hospital. They put me in a morphine drip, and that's where I had a mystical experience. I wrestled polar bear that was pink that had silver eyes it whispered into my ear as we were wrestling i'm going to kill you and i I looked him in the face and i said you won't and then guess what happened you were there but you weren't there but a man who was taller than my sister had binoculars and they were frozen in time and no one could understand the quiz that the man said yesterday what did he have the what one what Say binoculars again? Yeah, those things. That's what happened in that dream. It's so specifics, and all the gods came to me in a prayer. And do you know what they said to me? Yeah, I'm sure you'll tell us. Lead them all. They will learn your. Um, they actually said this. They got stumbled in their words. You let them learn your magical gift. Someone's been messing about with my knobs. Sorry, I had an ulcer. They're all over the place. No wonder I sounded like a. Not anymore. Sorted it. Well, there you go. Anyway, what happened to you yesterday? Uh, nothing happened to me yesterday. Um, nothing really. Nothing. No, I, I didn't. I didn't turn into Jesus. That's a fact. Well, do you know what? If you want to have a mystical experience, poison yourself with unknown unknown mushrooms and fungus and some insects I ate and a couple of twigs and some stinging nettles. And I found a bottle of um, fluid in the garage, that like oil. <laughs> Drunk that. Yeah. I was really sick and I had a massive headache. But I learned a valuable lesson. All the pain and suffering you go through is... Completely like, numbed when you drink oil and chemicals and eat mushrooms. Yeah, I'm permanently blind. <laughs> <laughs> and all my teeth have fallen out. But I had an epiphany. Well, you would 
after consuming that sort it of stuff. teaching me a lesson about my inner soul. Did you, did you basically make make your own homemade ayahuasca? Yes, literally, uh, nearly, sort of. Not quite the same, poisoned myself, nearly died. <laughs> but similar. Anyway, yeah. I'm not the only one that's been going through this time mystical vortex of... Uh, what do mystical say words? Those things that end the sentences, that thing. Anyway, I'm not the only one. Rob, my friend Rob, he went on a journey through time and space, spoke to a tree that gave him a gift from the goddess, and she said, you will feel much better later on. I think, I'm sure he'll tell me the rest of it. Hopefully I can go and see him soon. What? <sighs> Fed up. <laughs> oh, we should do it. We need to do a. We need to do a dad's one last hurrah in the woods somewhere. I'm and not just touching your knob. <laughs> one final kind of like mystical experience. Yeah, involving the recipe just I made earlier. Weekend of yeah, weekend of art and discovery and. <clears throat> Uh, in a cottage in the middle of nowhere. Over exaggerate every experience for about four hours. Yeah. And being overwhelmed. Talking a lot. Do you know what? I've been amazed to... by the most mundane things. Oh, look at that um, beautiful forest. I just lo- love the structure of this lolly stick. The way it just holds the lolly around it, and then That's the lolly's gone. That's not a lolly stick, baby. Pull your trousers up. <laughs> Would you like to touch the lolly stick? No. There's still some juice on it if you want to suck it off. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> ah, how's that? That's not juice. Oh, stop. Yeah.
rhythms while the banjo plays You can tell them ladies that they ought not frown Cause there ain't been nothing ever held me down I railroaded uh, one of my musical, I wouldn't say heroes, but someone who was a soundtrack of my youth, quite a large part of it. I sung one of his songs to death, to win to within an inch of its life. Chris Helm from the old Seahorses. He basically interacted, we had some bants on Twitter, man, and then uh, I took the opportunity to say, you should probably listen to one of my songs and then he did and he said love this or no no he didn't he said love it heart Chris Helm mate lives in a vazi vazu do you barely call it home sorry little up no roof on top but the fish slap it all long row Sally I got big funny as you got bit big strap on Sally chased us down the alley we feared for our behinds Oasis was a shop with shoes so hot they were sure to blow your mind but you think now take me home what a great song I saw them live in Kilburn and they blew my mind. But whispered up to your Cause, head. Because uh, I didn't know that. Um, I didn't realise that John Squire was in the Stone Roses and that he was in Seahorses. So what? I found out the day that I was going that it was the bloke from the, from the Stone Roses. Oh, well, you are. And then I was just—it was a wonderful thing where I was standing. 15 yards away from the stage and I was watching this incredible guitarist totally blown away I didn't realise that I wasn't much of a Stone Roses fan at the time kind of retrospectively like him but what a guitarist and what a band brilliant great I was there now look at them bunch of rat bags (laughs) so (laughs) so there you go well that's put down on everything (laughs) (laughs) and the posters out for the gig yeah, the oh, poster is out, and oh, I'm on um, a poster underneath Squeeze. Tramp Rock, but he's playing Tramp Rock. Tramp Rocks, and uh, he's the number one star there. Initially, I was playing the Sunday, which I wasn't happy about, Ooh. but then uh, a little twist of fate got me on the uh, on on the Friday. Yeah, 
boy. Who's on your night? I'm all excited about that. What? Who's on your night? <laughs> Only squeeze. Some uh, unknown DJ called Joe Wiley and the Cuban Brothers. That's bloody good. F- well done. You we spoke are, about this last week. But, you are you know. blooming rock, rocking and rolling, weeding and dealing, sniffing and scratching, <laughs> fighting and a... And it's only a half an hour set, which means I can literally p- pick the absolute cream one. Now I'm going to smash it. You don't play your covers. I've got to do some. No, you don't. No, I do. Why? Because I'm not. Because I can't be bothered to rehearse. I'm. I need to rehearse those songs, oh. and I don't. Richard Branson in the audience. The problem with writing songs the way I do at the moment is that because I've got the software, I just lay stuff down really quickly. So I don't ever sit at home with my guitar, just playing my songs. I just record them, and then that's it. Well, maybe you should. Well, well I should do. Yeah. I definitely should, but I don't. Maybe so owe it to bloody God for giving I, you a talent. If I had a band, I would. Oh, excuses. But I haven't. Don't see me make excuses about anything. No, not now that you're the head of this new religion that you've started. It's yep. tax, tax, uh, tax avoidance, that. Yep. So do it. I'm going to buy a castle one day with a spaceship in it, and I'm going to call myself a Zagrog. Are you going to... Are you going to... Oh, you could get to have, you know, <clears throat> all the women, don't what you? Trampoline you're then. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, what you call it in my world. Look, don't need anything from the fish story. The only way you can have love is by giving it, not receiving it. So you've got to be nice to people. And you feel good. And you feel happy. I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but... <coughs> oh, my back hurts. <laughs> I'll try. Do you know who this is? Yeah. Who? No, it's not the who. Ah, you're wrong. Me! Who is it then? No, it's not the who. Who is it? Who, 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 who? I'm really. Come on, think uh, of a trumpet Charlie player. Parker. No. Uh, Miles Davis. Yes. It's overrated. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan, but it's nice uh, to uh, stay that is to to groove to. Just, just makes you sway your head from side to side, doesn't it? Just no. kind of, you know. You sort of just you're not you're not walking. I don't know what you're doing when you're walking along. You just little kind of. But you know what you do when yeah. you walk along. You know, yeah. What you know those, oh my god, my legs are moving. I'm up the shops. You know those old men. You know when they're like the old when they're walking down the road and they sort of got they've just got that little. It's just imagine the person that's never existed. Yeah, yes, you know. I would if it this it be in my film. <laughs> Clip that. My puppet zombie film. Puppet zombie film. Rubbish with old men walking down the road to jazz. We're playing big balls on the red. Only you could see the way I'm walking. Whew, so That's jazzy. He's, he's walking like, um, what do you call it? Someone in a train. An old man who shats his pants. Anyway, someone's been smoking in here, by the way. Apparently, I'm absolutely outraged by that. Yep, they want sacking, they will get them out of here. Someone found a cigarette on the floor in here, therefore oh. indicating someone smokes in the studio. We no possible, no possible we other f- explanation that a cigarette butt has landed on the studio floor when the studio blatantly doesn't smell of smoke ever. You idiots, you got it all wrong. Blaming people for <laughs> stuff that never happened. Why blame anyone? Why not just kick a cat in the face? I pay my subs. If you got something to say about it, you message me about it, and I'll Come speak on, to you. I love you for it. And let me just tell you what's that. It? What's your, what's your math? 
What's your mouth? I'm gonna get you for this. I'll get you, butler. You wait. For, I got. Uh, it is. It's like yeah. What? It's like there's there's a couple of Blakeys here, yeah, and yeah. I don't mind saying it at all. Yeah, you're one of them. I'll be Jack. I'll be the pervy bus conductor. You can be Olive Stan or whatever. Olive. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Stan. <laughs> It is not aged well at all. I loved that when I was a kid. Yeah. It's terrible. Apart from when the monkey but drives the bus. That's amazing. The lion. No, the monkey. Yeah, I know. Chimpanzee. Get it right. I would trust you to put a tea party <laughs> on in the 70s for the royalty. Oh, you can't say that. Sort oh, yeah, of thing. That was that. No, it's Get sacked. <laughs> Get sacked for that. <sighs> Oh, You're going to get doxxed on Twitter. What's that mean? Twitter. This way they give, everyone gives out your details. Oh. <laughs> the trouble is this could be me. Twitter is. Do you know where he lives? I've got his number if you yeah. want it. Smash his windows. <laughs> get him sacked. Sacked! You know there's protests. What, amateur tests? It's disgusting, them protesting. Go and get a job, you s- scumbags. Yeah, go and... Uh, hey, people with jobs, go and protest, scumbags. Ah, got you all. <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh. The, when, um, when the... Uh... Oh, no, have you heard the clowns have gone on strike? It's no. Not f- it's not funny. Balls my blood. <laughs> Massive cauldrons. I get so suspicious when I don't quite know what something is, and it seems a bit dangerous. I don't know. Have you ever, right, been in... Oh, what's this cable doing? Have you ever been in a situation where everything becomes a totally different thing? Smooth Jacksons and totally different things. Somewhere inside, like everybody's mental state and physical state, is a way of thinking and it's a breakaway uh, of you. And if you can latch onto that uh, system of, of um, smoothly flowing through your existence, there's a way of doing it. I'm going to try and work out how to tell you how to do it, how I did it. It's a, I'm at the beginning stages, so I've, I'm seeing the beginnings and the beginning changes, but they seem quite big and profound. The first thing that's happening is that my thoughts um, are going through different filters now. So whereas before they'd jump into maybe old patterns of aggression or anger or maybe sulkiness, they're bypassing that and they're going into somewhere where I could sort that out and think about it properly and have a conversation about it. That's one thing that's happened. Um, The thing that starts this off is decisions in your head, right? 
you've grown up all your life and you've collated and if you've really worked at it you've collated a way of thinking that you think is correct and you get a moral compass and it comes a point in time where you're so saturated by everyone else's ideas of what you should be you behave in a manner that isn't quite you so to break out of that uh, belief system of, of, of being someone else you have to start going with your thoughts you have to start deciding what you want to do and being more in the moment and those little decisions that you, that you think you should be doing you've got to kind of break got to break away from everything you did before and start again and become you and the only way you do it is by being authentic to making the right decisions that you want to do you've got to find some sort of sanctuary within you that's safe and fluid and also it grows and it gets bigger and bigger and rather than you decaying in life you start to flourish and things start happening interesting things start happening you become indestructible i guess
So I've been learning about like frequencies. I've been learning frequencies. But frequencies are better. And I think it's it's really got me thinking. I'm sure I'm not. The, I'm absolutely certain I'm not the first person to talk about it. But whenever it was put to me before, it was always put to me in a really airy fairy way, a bit kind of pseudo sciencey. But when it comes to frequencies, like what I've discovered is obviously a piece of sound is sound is created by movement, and that movement creates a sound which then has specific frequencies that that will take up the space of. So if you clap your hands, that clap, there'll be you'll, you'll see a peak of where most of that sound is coming from, and then you'll see little bits tailing off where there's kind of room noise and stuff like that. And listening to the way engineers find look like this like they can pick out the room resonance they can pick out the slight echo in the room and they can just isolate that area of it and pull it out and it just creates a real and it's just instantly recognizable as this different sound it's really really different harmonic really clever but what the bit that was really blowing my mind is the frequencies that are passing through into some sort of recording software or or when it went to tape i mean tape is even more of a mind bend that information is is being created from movement. It's being created from sand, i.e. the silicon chip. It's being created, you know, all of this stuff. It's just manipulation of frequencies. So those frequencies exist naturally, and every sound that we make has got these frequencies. And if I'm in a room with you, no microphones, you hear that clap, you're picking out those frequencies. So it exists. But the, the bit that bends my head is the way it goes into a piece of machinery and then... Stays there. And then you can you can manipulate those frequencies to make something sound completely different. And then, this is the bit, it travels down a piece... that All of that information yeah, travels down a, some strands of copper, comes out through headphones or speakers. That makes sense. That, that information is travelling through two bits of copper. Wires aren't real. So the, aliens that and and when you think of the complexities of all of those frequencies and to make it sound exactly the same it's like its own physical dna it's like totally that that exact frequency that's passing down the cable is totally unique it's but, incredible apart from one that's the same i'm sure they are and um, you know it's it's as possible so what's the frequency then billy what's the frequency kenneth well the, the bit I was talking about earlier on that sounds a little bit like pseudoscience is that obviously when you listen to music those frequencies are pleasing to you they create they evoke emotions they make you they can make you cry they can make you yeah. happy they can uplift you they can so those those frequencies that are coming at you and even down to language create a positive mood they create a positive they create positivity or not they create negativity as well and that's the point is that that the, the frequencies that you give off so, could actually so make a difference. So what you're trying to say is that when you make a song, you're creating a feeling, yeah. an atmosphere of emotion. It could either be an angry song, it could be a sad song, it could be a happy song. So like you've got like Supergrass doing... We are free in this world. Yeah. So that's a really happy, bouncy song. Then you've got like... I don't know, sad song. Sad song so much, so yeah. much... That one, so yeah, it gives it a different resonance, doesn't it, to the room and to people listening to it? They feel yeah. differently. It shakes the body into a different system of thinking. But yeah, and so if it's you know if it's psychedelic, it's, it's it's. I just I also think that actually as a human, 
you are giving off frequencies also. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that whenever it was explained to me before, it just always sounded like a little bit too like magic. Now, you could say it's just a byproduct. You could say that 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 is a phenomenon of the way that the logic and the universe works and it's the, you, there's no meaning to be added to it it's just what happens so it could be that but whatever i mean it kind of i, think, I guess looking at it from my point of view it's like there's some sort of will to it and i don't necessarily believe in any of that type of thing so you know there's no there's no hidden source that's making all these things happen in that way you know well, sort of going off track a little bit you wouldn't but. know if it's hidden would you but yeah i just find it really fascinating particularly that bit that's the bit that blows my mind i mean think a record a record plastic disc plastic that's got something etched in it a song that travels up a needle and comes out that plastic disc could have a dead man's voice on it singing beautifully throughout the whole of time the whole of not the whole of time the whole of the record the hole in the record hole in my shoe let's let any water I've got an idea let's have a daughter no let's go it's quarter so to, so to so to to celebrate my sudden understanding of frequencies, I'm going to play one of my own songs that I've remixed. That oh I think when God. I played this on this show before, I said to people, if you listen to it through your phone, it's going to sound rubbish. It, it will do anyway because they do. But I've I've got some clarity in there, and I've got loads of wicked feedback from fellow fifteen fellow musicians. No, it's not. This is the first, uh, second time, second time I played it. 15. Maybe the third. But it sounds better. And <laughs> most people have commented on the slide guitar. Oh, I wish I knew who that crazy guy was who was doing all that. Probably old Slippy Hands over there. That's what I thought. Go for it, Billy. So, probably, what I should do is plug this in properly. This, guys, I'm going to build this song up, right? This song, imagine you were, were missing out on life for some reason and you need a void filled. Well, this song... Mo- won't do it but the song I pick later might do that just for you meanwhile it's part with this old crap listen to this old bluesy rubbish and uh, go make a cup of tea in fact yeah it's a good time to have a break if you need to poo or anything go down <laughs>
from live on CRMK playing his song, the, the Big Ball Bluesy song for Babington Cox. Over to you, Billy. Can you talk about it for us? What inspired you? No, I'm not going to talk about it, but I'm going to say that okay. this, this inspired me to uh, to actually get a collection of songs together and try and sell them at this gig. I've been trying this to. It's good. Give me a bit of a... Uh, finish an album. Give me a bit of a... Then you'd be a superstar. A push. Believe me. Sure, believe me, What's you that guys. album's out, Billy? The, the, the Queen, the I don't want to be a superstar. They'll all be after your album. They'll be all getting you on Ellen. You'll be cheeky the chap. The next Ed Sheeran, the winner of X Factor. You could do it if you bribe someone or have a tremendous luck. The chances there for you to succeed as a musician. One day. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What's happening? I don't want to be a superstar I just want a big house and a fast car That's all I want To be in my garden Singing and writing all day long Yeah, uh All right now Thank you very much, I look so good Wearing my Robin Hood cape It's my new thing, oh yeah I've got squirrels in my neck Lung cancer and a big fat I love it when you get I can't rhyme I love it when you get your syllables wrong. You do too many, then there's one on, 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 and on and on. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. What's all this about? This dark nightness. Dark night. Of the soul is a place I travel to uh, around Christmas time, where my whole world was caving in like some dark syrup was acid burning my soul away to the point I was a desperate quivering wreck crying my eyes out in desperation of sadness despair and downright weakness and then I suddenly thought no I don't like this I don't care about any of these problems I am just gonna not have that weigh me down and the transformation happened and I basically said oi Slingy Rook bloody thoughts and uh, a beautiful awakening happened and from that I decided to follow a path and follow a way to be myself and never get really sad again and now I'm happy and it exists in my brain I've found a new way to live like a person that doesn't want to be um not fulfilling their dreams not doing the things they want to do have a sparked life that is going to radiate and cause extra fun for everyone around me I want to bring everyone with me in a force of gathering humans that have got like-minded uh, quests to make this world a better place and also bring art and culture back into the universe of this world called Earth I want to help people find their song find their paint find their things they want to do not the things they don't want to do the things that go wrong I don't want them to be suffering and stillness because they have so much fire in their bellies it needs unlocking and when that thing unlocks the gush of this flame will fill the world with warmth and energy and we'll all be blistering the souls of the dark forces that have been ruling us for years into some Aquarian age of bliss and understanding and right decisions that are made by everybody and happiness people have fulfilled lives and everything gathers into a beautiful storm we have a sanctuary of life and something special and it all stems from the dark night of the soul 
facing your worst fears, coming face to face with everything that worries you, all the stuff that's a haunting thing in your head. A thought is very light. If you were in a fist fight with it, you'd win. It's a very dainty thing that lives in your head, but it has a voice that echoes around the skull that it lives in because there's not much room in there. So really, face it. That's my point, I think. Just telling you how it is. You know, this is just the way things are. And so you kind of get a little discouraged and your faith flickers. Because you had the experience, you thought you knew, you took a stance to represent how you thought it was, and then suddenly it's all dead. And horrible, and ugly, and empty. And your faith flickers and you say, I've lost it. And at times when the faith flickers and you're part of an organization or a belief system or a technique, that's when you become more fanatic in order to reinforce your flickering faith you try to convince everybody else that it's true so when you feel that fanaticism in another human being you almost know immediately that their faith is flickering because when the faith in what you're doing is perfect when you just are what you are you don't have to convince anybody of anything faith flickers and it's often followed by what's called the dark night of the soul I lost it you have depression and then you say well I'll just go back into the world because the whole thing was phony anyway the whole spiritual trip was a hype and all those people in the world that said there was nothing to it were right because I've lost it and I'm not going to get screwed by not having anything at least I'll have the world so you go back into whatever part of the world you can grab onto again and that's called, as Krishna Das once said to me, the phony unholy as opposed to the phony holy. <laughs> because the problem is that once it's happened, you can't forget it. You might try, you might sit at a bar and drink and lust and talk about soccer <laughs> and fast cars and look for rushes and trips and more and more rushes and trips. But you won't be able to forget because once you've awakened you can't get back to sleep fully you can do pretty well <laughs> do pretty well but you can't do it totally you just can't do it totally and at this time because you have this heightened awareness and this ability to stand back a little bit from your whole trip you begin to explore all of the things that you've held in before and you explore relationships and you explore sexuality and you call it Tantra and um, and you sort of see what you can get and what you can enjoy and you come back much more into enjoying you see the problem was that a pendulum must swing and when you first have the experience that awakens then you read about the spiritual models and you hear about them and you buy them with your mind because the Western intellect is so leading the heart that you tend to buy how you ought to be ahead of when you're there. So you buy that I ought to be, say, a renunciate. And a horny celibate is no closer to God than a person that is acknowledging. In fact, the person that's acknowledging their lust is from my point of view closer to God than a horny celibate and so after the pendulum went to one side of being appearing to be something the phony holy 
now it swings the other way and there's the phony unholy because you pushed away your fascination with the world prematurely and you're still fascinated you still want to know what's happening you're still looking outside in the world for something you're looking for love you're looking for relationship you're looking for stimulation you're looking for knowledge you're looking for a titillation and as long as you're looking for any of that you're pulled into the world as long as there's anything that your eyes can tell you or your ears can tell you or your nose or your tongue or your skin can tell you or your thinking mind can know you're still being pulled into the world and there's no way you can make believe that you are not and get on with it you've got to be the incarnation you are and the more true you are about where you are the faster the transformation happens that's the karma of it I'm just describing karma I'm not talking about will I'm talking about karma you know I know lots of people who went through an awakening joined groups chanted prayed went to ashrams and now they are scuba diving and having cars fast cars and just living very much in the world and looking for more and more trips and more and more sexual exploration with their extended marriages and so on and i see them having to have a certain state of mind of a slight cynicism they have to hold on to to be able to play that one out but they have to play it out and when they finish playing it out they will be done and you can feel that they finished but they don't want to give up you try to milk it for one more rush one more trip just i can get a little more out of it i mean it was good all those years why not once more and when the trips start to fall away if you're like me you get really feeling angry and depressed and gypped because you look around and everybody you see the, that ignorance is bliss you see that everybody's getting fun out of bowling and you don't want to bowl anymore and you don't have anything else it's the dark night of the soul when you have lost the world and you're not yet tasting deeply enough of the spirit and it's a heavy period there are a lot of heavy periods in this journey and comes along with all this a kind of a deeper and a deeper understanding a wisdom a deeper wisdom so you're understanding sort of how it all is and why this is all happening and that yes the trips will fall away and it still hurts because there are still the veils of attachment of still wanting not to die into the spirit because the awakening was merely the foreshadowing of the death into living spirit it's not the death it's just the foreshadowing of the death i'm just describing to you the stages of dying into spirit because only when you are spirit is there no death and no birth and then you are and you become who you truly are and it's at this point as you understand more and you see your predicament and you're acting out all your stuff that your understanding of the way karma works makes it almost impossible for you to continue to act in ways which exploit others or which create karma for other human beings and it starts to temper your behavior the commandments start to be real for you not as things you ought to follow which is the way you've done it all your life i ought to be good 
as if you need to have these external controls to repress the internal stuff that is not acceptable to you. And finally, all of the precepts or the commandments or whatever they are become sort of obvious to you. But that's the way life has to be. Because that's the way it works. It's merely a statement of how it works. Because the more karma you create, the deeper you dig your hole of suffering. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. place in this world where I'll belong when I'm gone and I won't know the right from the wrong when I'm gone and you won't find me singing on this song when I'm gone so I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here and I won't feel the flowing of the time when I'm gone All the pleasures of love will not be mine when I'm gone My pen won't pour a lyric line when I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here And I won't breathe the bracing air when I'm gone And I can't even worry about my cares when I'm gone Won't be asked to do my share when I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here And I won't be running from the rain when I'm gone And I can't even suffer from the pain when I'm gone Can't say who's to praise and who's to blame when I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here Won't see the golden of the sun when I'm gone And the evenings and the mornings will be one when I'm gone Can't be singing louder than the guns while I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here All my days won't be dances of delight when I'm gone And the sands will be shifting from my sight when I'm gone Can't add my name into the fight while I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here And I won't be laughing at the lies when I'm gone And I can't question how or when or why when I'm gone Can't live proud enough to die when I'm gone So I guess I'll have to do it while I'm here There's no place in this world where I'll belong when I'm gone And I won't know the right from the wrong when I'm gone And you won't find me singing on this song when I'm gone 
So I guess I'll have to do it I guess I'll have to do it Guess I'll have to do it While I'm here Fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. Has poisoned men's souls. Has barricaded the world with hate. Has goose stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical. Our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, my All right. Wow. Crazy, guys. Crazy, crazy. That was fun. I enjoyed that. And he fell asleep. Good. Relaxed. So, guys. Yeah. Where is that taking you then? Well, tell me more. Tell me more to the sound of these. Put up a fight. To these, uh, what we chanting monks, as I like to call them. Yeah. Lava. You even even falling into lava. What's the matter, Mister C? You want some help? Yeah, it's grief. All right, grief. Oh, Mandy, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. 
Um, what? What? So many things everywhere. This world's full of stuff. Don't know what to look at sometimes, do you? It's big soup. Swimming in. I'm here now, right on the family patch. Yeah, I know where it is. I've been, I've been. Nobody can tell me anything. I don't read Daily Mirror and so I go and have a look. I go and have a look and I've been. I've lived in the forests of North America. I've lived in the outback of the Ivory Coast. I've lived in India and Russia. I had my breakfast in Moscow and my tea in Wood Street, Nick. Yeah, I've been about a bit. I'm the only man in the history of mankind that has swum. Across the Straits of Johor, I had to avoid a police launch. It was either that or Changinik. They've got me to sit passport in Singapore. Yeah, I swam it. Yeah, nobody's ever done it before. Not because of the currents or anything like that. Nothing like that. It's sharks. Not shark infested, but none of the locals go paddling. Yeah, I swam it. I know about sharks, I know about sharks, yeah. I'm six foot three and 16 stone, 200 weight, yeah, I'm swimming. These pumps, see these pumps, these were hanging around my neck when I done it, yeah. I thought, well, jaws, how to condition them, I know how to condition people, yeah, jaws, boom, 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 yeah. They're just flying about, you've got an hard job works, yeah. Sharks, they'll have a look at me and think, yeah, I know how to do it, you punch them around the fucking air hole and they swim off. That was fun. What are you doing? Nothing. You, wake up. No. I'm in the dream. Dream of? Biscuits. <laughs> what flavour biscuits? Carrot. What's the best flavour biscuits? Uh, I hate biscuits. Oh, 
wish I could eat biscuits. Why? Boring. Because they're nice, but they make you feel like rubbish. So <clears throat> delicious. Cement. No, I don't. I've gone right off them. Make them sick looking at them. Yeah, but it's nice every now and again. <clears throat> but there you go. Not Never for mind. Me. It's actually not nice. It's nice for about 15 seconds, and then the seal is broken, then you feel crap, and then you Sorry, eat more. Sorry, you talk about your sex life. Yep. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious me. I always forgot about... The president describes her horrifying experience when she first realised the complex was on fire. What? Yours is Your stuff's so quiet. It's that crap iPhone of yours. I, I tell you what's better. Take out the plug, do it on the mic. Let's no. have a disco. Let's have a fight. I'm going to put some interesting gobbledygook on here. What's the best thing I could type into the YouTube channels for you to listen to? Scratch. S K R A G. Scratch. Oh, it's spelled something else. My thumbs have gone wrong. Listen to this, guys. Imagine being in this car very fast. Look out! There's a bad postman. Oh no! Hey, Mrs. Griggins, get out of the way! Oh my god! Ooh, it's bus stop. Better, better slow down. Uh, oh, what am I doing? There, enough of that. Billy, what's the news? This is the news. You want to know about things I hate? Yeah. I wrote some stuff down today because I was in my usual intolerant mood. Uh, I hate people that say, go me. Why? You know the people that go like, cool, baked my first cake today, go me. What do they say? I hate those people. Hate them. Hate them. Why do they make cakes on, on, on photograph uh, screens? Women, and it's mainly women, you know you are. Don't me to me for this. This is not, this is true. Sexist pig. Women who say, hello, or hiya. It's when they, it's when, I'll tell you the situation, it's wannabe middle class mums that are in an awkward situation with other mums around that they've blatantly been slagging off and they're kind of just going. <sighs> they just, you know, this kind of like that. I have to say hello, I'm going to pretend to be nice. Hello, hiya. Hate it. Hate them people. People who flirt, that, that annoys me. Flirty fishing. Being in being in the company of people that are flirting with each other, being flirted at, and I'll never, I would, I just don't, I can't, I hate it, it makes me feel ill. Next. <laughs> people who say, yay. Yay, hey guys, want to go on holiday together? People who say, yay, it's, it's just good, you're too happy. People that say, People that say, say people that like to touch base. What cokeheads? I just like to touch base with you on this. Um, I just like to touch your bass drum with my hand, as it's a delicious vibration that comes off the black, uh, leathery plastic square. Another another wannabe middle class mum. One is uh, fab. That's fab. I hate that. That Stop saying fab. It was fabulous. It was fab. You imagine you picture the hand movements and everything. Absolutely, it was. Fa- uh, the, it was honestly, it was fab. It, Anyone would think no, I've got a- no. Sh- it was honestly, really, it was. It was absolutely fab. It really was. It was fab. Honestly, it was. It was fab. The whole thing. 
anyone would say I've got something against wannabe middle class mums. Because the next one is people that say, is it wine o'clock yet? <laughs> Don't like that. Is it wine o'clock? Standard, lol. Not only lol, this makes the list twice. Not only lol, right? Basically, when you just say, I'm boring. People that put lol at the beginning of a text and a bit at the end of a text, like and it's that, not uh, in the slightest bit funny. Nothing's funny. Nothing on screen is funny. Or is it? Oh, it probably is. Look, lol is stupid because it is it's an exaggeration. Uh, it means nothing. It means you've got no uh, belief in what you're saying. Stop lolling. Get loller out of the bloody screens. Don't like the lols. That's enough of that. People who vape. Yep. People that scream at you when you're trying to do the shopping. People who rape. That, yeah, awful. hate those. I don't like those. People who suffer from hay fever. Now, if there ever was... I think they make it up. Eugenics. If it ever did come back, because we're kind of going that way with the what way things are going. What's wrong with you? If that ever came in, hay fever, but people hay fever sufferers would go. They would. What? It, it would. Imagine. Because quite a lot of people with hay, hay fever. Your they're weak. No. You. No. Nope. No. Nope. Sorry, you're weak individuals. You need to go. And imagine how much space that would free up. We have got issues with overcrowding. Kill everybody what with hay grief? fever. Anyone that suffers with it. They're gone. Um, it's getting a bit dark now. People who say, whoop, whoop, grow up. What about if they're um, suddenly stepped on some hot coals? People who make their condolences on social media for somebody who's, like, relative passed away and it's, like, some kind of PR, PR statement that's been put out to the newspapers. It's like, my thoughts and prayers are with you and your family at this really difficult time. It's like, whatever happened to... Jesus mate, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm really sorry your nan's dead. I'm really sorry your nan's dead. Just that all the way down. That's what everyone says. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Oh, it's just it drives paced. me mad. What other uh, nice things people do for other people that you're dealing Pedophiles. Hate pedophiles. God's sake. Low in the tone. Uh, people who complain that the weekend isn't long enough. Who's that? People who go, oh, cool, cool, that flew by again. Hey, mate, it's two days long. <laughs> it's two days long. God. It's always going to be that. Just get over it. You're like a computer. Kill, kill that one went quick. No, no, no. You just didn't do very much with it, and it went by. It, it was wasted. That's what. That's, that's me. what it is. Kill, me trying kill. to bring in the age of Aquarius. There's Billy grumping around in his prison cell mind. People who don't piss in swimming pools. I hate those people. <laughs> and you know who I hate more? Billy, you can't break into that place again. People who do but don't admit it. They're the worst kind. They're the lying scumbags. They're swimming, actually. Swimming scumbags. Now, I wrote those in about ten minutes when I, I was tell. on the train. <laughs> I could tell, really. But the point being is that uh, there's plenty more, but I, uh, I'm all hated out now. Maybe that was good. Maybe I needed to get that hatred out. Well, that's what you need to do. You need to purge. Because like, all oh, these no, have been the these have all been inner monologues of mine for years, so for a long time, you know. Really? I, I, yeah. Oh. I, all of these things that I hate. Well, let's go analyse what the core problem is. I, I'm intolerant. Incredibly intolerant. Yeah, that's obvious. But I'm, I, you know, I'm a nice guy, man. But just things quietly annoy me, like you know that sort of English way of it's really getting it's on my nerves. The English too nice way. and polite. Can't blame English because of you. England. You're just a you. Silly little things, aren't it? Really? No. What's the point? Oh, someone's texting me. Oh God. 
Oh no! Sure. <laughs> cool. Probably just another message on my band band lab. Oh, you're getting uh, lots of uh, friendly uh, fun on your page. People liking your stuff. <sighs> I'm just reading the message live on here, but not out loud. Yeah, in your head. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read some text to you, but I'm gonna read it in my head. Okay. Uh. This guy's asking questions I can't be answering while I'm doing a live radio broadcast, for goodness sake. Well, um... Should we play a song? Yeah. Bloody badly, because I've run out of words. Words have stuck stuck out of my bloody neck. They're stuck in there. Get back out later. Yeah, got it. Time to time Yeah, Olivia is taken But it look like hers Can be found from time to time I'm thinking something like Olivia is what I need to find There's only one man in this world Gets to sleep with her by his side One man in this world gets to sleep with a by his side. I'm thinking something like Olivia could keep me through the night. Talking of 
beautifully crafted frequencies. Send out a blooming feeling. Cool. That was cool. Well done, John. Nice one, mate. Is he alive still? John Mayer? Yeah. Yeah, mate. Oh, good. He's a bit of, I think he's a bit of a knob, though. I'm not sure. I've heard that, or, you know, you see Shame. these things. But fantastic guitarist. Out of this world guitarist. Yeah. In fact, Eric Clapton said that he's a phenomenal guitarist and I don't think he realises how good he is. Now, there's compliment. There's praise if praise be needed, it's indeed. It's stupid that people don't realise how good they are. Like, what... Why is that such a difficult <laughs> thing to manage? Like, what is it in us that stops us accepting, like, we've done well? Like, it's, it's a really weak... Paul McCartney does it, but Paul McCartney does it in a really irritating way, but but I like it. I like that he takes ownership of that he is Paul McCartney from the Beatles, he and he completely owns it, it completely, yeah. you know, I am Paul McCartney, I was in the Beatles, yes, I'm that guy that inspired pretty much all of rock music from thank that you. day forth. Thank you, thank you very much. And then he just starts talking about the way he wrote songs, and, yeah. you know, I love it. Good. So yeah, he's, Good he's someone him. that's embraced his like Sting's another one who's embraced, in embraced his brilliance. Yeah. And Sting is very comfortable with how good he is. But yeah, but is he happy? Like, is, is the whole rounded person I'm talking about? <laughs> Like, yeah. What's the point of being really like? You're a really successful musician. You get to do whatever you want. But does it make you happy? Well, might not. It might be a grumpy little gragger. No, I think he's a. I think he's content. He's an arsehole, I think. Well, then there's no good. Well, no, 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 no. But but I'm sure within his circles, he's a lovely man. What's the point of? But but that's not fair. That's not fair. Being an arsehole. That's you know. You what about? No one should be. What about getting to a, a point in your life where you have the right to say, do you know what? F off everyone This is my little circle here I don't really want To have to play this game Because Yeah let's still be polite Yeah Everyone's someone No I agree with that No I don't I don't mean that But but Well You say that No excuse for it You've been blessed With all this stuff <clears throat> What about to a journalist nice. What about to a journalist That's trying to stitch you up And, and hounding you And then you're in an interview That's and you, different That's war Well that's what I'm talking about it's yeah. kind of like That's that's what I mean Is but that aspect why not? Maybe, maybe he's Maybe he's like Dismissive of it's like Jordan Peterson, right? Yeah. There's a lot of things that I listen to, and, and, if, and, and he speaks a lot of sense, and he gets a lot of abuse for being alt-right or whatever it is that he's supposed to be. The problem with him is the way that he delivers his message. It's like he's so past the point of reasoning with things that he sees to be logical that he just gets he just gets annoyed at people and just you know when he's in debates he just treats them with contempt and and to cast them aside but in actual fact there's a lot of what he says that that because well there's just a lot that i struggle to find an answer to i mean uh or or a or a reason to not go along with or not go along with to disagree In, in moments of difference though you don't need to hurt each other that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the, the new way I reckon is that there's going to be some form of argument that doesn't in, it involve a victim and a and a winner. It involves sort of what would you call it? Throwing milkshakes not going to work. No, it's just stupid. And shouting on Twitter is you, not going to work. You could end up having milkshakes thrown out for you for something little and tiny that you've done. Like it could be a thing. Like it's it's not acceptable. Really, is it? And of course, they're ice-related incidents. <laughs> well, they'll try and make it into spate. But, and again, this is all part of that 
that facade of you know little isolated in, in incidents happening on Twitter little to suddenly pops. put to be shared and go viral and to become this thing where it becomes part of the consciousness, but in actual fact, look at it. There's a completely Loading. normal world where. Remainers and Brexiters are living together and just, you know, you don't, you're not walking down the road seeing if you can work out if someone's a Brexiteer or, well, I'm sure some people are. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, there's a, we get on generally speaking, and then you see these isolated incidences that mm. get shared and shared and shared and shared. It's, you know, knife crime, I, re- I read a stat the other day that, that um, violent crime was much higher in the 70s. And yet, all you ever see, like in London, and yet all you ever see is this, this uh, constantly trying to f- make you fearful. And the fact of the matter is that in the seventies, there wasn't a platform for you to be able to share. You had four channels. Part three. of it, you had three channels, yeah. And then, and then uh, you know, and that's the only kind of that, and obviously newspapers gets channeled into your brain. The pro- the problem for historians these days, because history is written by the victors historically <laughs> now there's a there's a bigger there's a bigger eye there's a bigger witness there's a there's yeah. a much broader um uh way of kind of like looking at things and showing them from different angles and not a lot of filter for people you're not relying on any sort of agenda and you can push for the like conspiracy side of things um in your thinking but 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 on a on a t- just on a completely innocent level there is a man that owns some newspapers even if you don't think that he's an evil billionaire there's a man that owns some newspapers that will have a certain set of political views regardless of whether they're corrupt or regardless of whether he's a lobbyist and he's trying to get certain people into power because they'll pass taxi uh, pass laws that will prevent him from, from paying taxes and the news and stuff creates a landscape of like how we see the world but but now we do get a more nuanced perspective the problem is that I don't think divide and conquer has, has been any more prevalent ever yeah. <laughs> in this country. And this is the thing that I've been sort of thinking about recently, is that um, this thing of like of change, like say you want to convince someone or you want to talk to someone or debate with someone, you've got to come at it from giving. Like you've got to be able to give in the situation. Whatever you're doing, you've got to be giving. Right, you you can't you can't change anybody or you can't you you can't be happy by the external world you whatever's out there and whatever influences you're around the only thing that you've got in control is what you what you give out and the important thing now is that what isn't necessarily happening is people want to change the world but they're not giving out something positive to do that a lot of this giving out is screaming is shouting is ridicule is is pointing the finger is um this person's stupid that person's stupid depending on whatever side you're on people are sort of throwing out this stuff that isn't helpful now when you start to give out something a bit more positive a someone's more likely to listen but it it can cause cracks in rigid structures because if something is given to you that's kind and thought out, you're more likely to adapt. 
and be able to process what that person said to you, whether you believe it or not, you're going to probably spend longer thinking about what that person said because it's not going to attack your senses or your guards that are up in your brain because you're not approaching it with an agenda of making them feel bad. What you're trying to do is show someone something that they can handle with ease. You want to give out your change in a way that is easily acceptable to people, that that is undeniable and... Um, I think I think this is something that might be happening. I think there might be some sort of stirring going on that will make us less focused on the newsworthy world out there to define who we are, but find actually find out what the hell this machine that we're walking around in does, what the brain does, what it's capable of doing, why does it think this way, what kind of thoughts could it think? If it thought different thing, if it thinks different thoughts, would it behave differently? Would it be a different machine altogether? Would it be more stronger? Would it be more healthier? Would its brain capacity expand? Would be, would we kind of evolve within ourselves? Like, um, are we forever caterpillars in the human form? Is there a butterfly within us that could be triggered? And everyone has the right to be this butterfly, but most people go to the grave still a caterpillar. Is there something in us that that could switch? us into productive healthy happy human that doesn't give out bad karma doesn't mess people's lives up doesn't interrupt people is there a fluid way this world could actually work and nature's shown us that it can happen possibly our society could somehow find its way of its nature and form a proper society is a, a censoring organization um Tell me how that works. Is it, you're not suggesting that um, proprietors phone one another up or that many journalists get their copy spiked, as we say? It's uh, actually Orwell, <clears throat> you may recall, has an essay called Literary Censorship in England, which was supposed to be the introduction to Animal Farm, except that it never appeared, in which he points out, look, I'm writing about a totalitarian society, but in free democratic England, it's not all that different. And then he says, uh, uh, unpopular ideas can be silenced without any force. And then he, how, how he gives, two, he gives a two-sentence response, which is not very profound, but captures it. He says two reasons. First, the press is owned by wealthy men who have every interest in not having certain things appear. But second, the whole educational system from the beginning on through just ex gets you to understand that there are certain things you just don't say. Well, spelling these things out, that's perfectly correct. I mean, there, it's, the first sentence is what we expand this on. Is, this is what I don't get, because it suggests that, I mean, I'm a joke, people like me are self-censoring. No, not right. self-censoring. Uh, there's a filtering system that starts in kindergarten, goes all the way through. Uh, and it, it's not done work 100%, but it's pretty effective. Uh, it selects for obedience and subordination. Uh, and especially, I think... So, so, so stroppy people won't make it to the position be Behavior problems or... If you read uh, applications to a graduate school, you see that people will tell you he's not... Uh, he doesn't get along too well with his colleague. You, you know how to interpret those things. I, I, I'm just interested in this because I was brought up, like a lot of people, um, probably post-Watergate film and so on, to believe that journalism was a crusading uh, craft and that there were a lot of um, disputatious, 
stroppy, difficult people in journalism. And I have to say, I think I know some of them. Well, I know some of the best and best-known investigative reporters in the United States. I won't mention names, but like, whose attitude toward the media is much more cynical than mine. In fact, <clears throat> they regard the media as a sham. And they know and they consciously talk about how they try to play it like a violin. If they see a little opening, they'll try to squeeze something in that ordinarily wouldn't make it through. Uh, and it's perfectly true that the majority, I'm, I'm sure you're speaking for the majority of journalists who are trained, have it driven into their heads, that this is a crusading uh, profession, adversarial, we stand up against power, a very self-serving view. Uh, on the other hand, in my opinion, I hate to make a value judgment, but the better journalists, and in fact the ones who are often regarded as the best journalists, have quite a different picture, and I think a very realistic one. How, how, can, you, how can you know that I'm self-censoring? How can you I know that self-censoring. I'm sure you believe everything you're saying. But what I'm saying is if you believe something different, you wouldn't be sitting where you're sitting.
What sound bed you got ready for this roller coaster of happenings? Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. It all worked out. Plan, plan, plan. Had a bloody good story to tell you. All right. I what what we were talking about? Well, we didn't talk about. I kept going on about. You are. You are. Right. You. There's definite you in there. There's definitely you over there. There's definitely There's a couple you. of you's yeah. and a couple of ours. I'm a you, right? According to other people, right? So, but I don't get what the point of saying it twice. Just say it once. It you are better. It's like a catchphrase. You are. You are. You're trying to apply meaning to something that you've just said yeah. <laughs> because you like the sound of it. Exactly. <laughs> I've suddenly got fascinated on you, not you, but yeah. The, <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> I, I'm you. You're looking at me. I'm the you, right? So there's a person that's no. Down. What the hell is he, right? He looks out of his eyes. I've said that before. He's got hands in front of his bloody uh, forehead, body. bald head. All right. In my face, there's like a a hole where the world lives. I look around. There's this hole that moves around. It's the whole the world's in it. I haven't got a face. Everyone else has got faces. Everyone else is the out- outside of me, right? I got a feeling. A feeling deep inside, oh yeah. The sound bed is terrible, but there's a thing about karma. That bloke said about karma, right? Karma is what happens to you after you die. You get uh, reincarnated as a more enlightened being or a less enlightened being. I suppose that's part of it. But also there's another thing about karma where the effect of what you do comes back to you so it, it, it will energize the next part of your life so how you behave will be the process of how the next part of your life so if you've done something like honorable i suppose you're more likely to elevate up into a better way of living Some better things happen to you i suppose that's the idea of karmic wheel it's just up and down and you have to apply yourself to be in this game to have a more enjoyable life it's still an illusion i mean it's the same illusion as if you're a poor man living in a ditch as if you're a king you're still in the same illusion game but it's more enjoyable to live without these burdens without these the stresses the fears the, the the bad thoughts that can destroy people's lives can I just say something yeah as soon as this jazz music started my mood changed Frequencies, baby. That's frequencies. Bring up the jazz a bit more, and I'll, I'll do this like a jazz man. As he lights up his cigarette. So takes a drink from his whiskey glass. So the, the universe rocks. pulses in and out of existence every a zillion to the second, doesn't it? In out, in out. So. Check it all about. No, it doesn't. Is that what it does? No. Doesn't all atoms dissolve, <laughs> come back? Is that what time is? Something well. Like yeah, every, well, <coughs> every atom. Anyway, every, every moment, and 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 there is a theory that they could all happen, at, do the same thing, and go to the same place at the same time, and then create well, an enough, alternate universe. About their holidays, right? So, every time you come out of now, the past is gone. That's a death. It's a reincarnation. So every million billionth of a second, you have the ability to change up and down this sort of 
landscape of experience and it's all down to what you're giving out and you've got to be um, super aware to begin with to get this to work but if we're flickering atoms right imagine this yeah, right we imagine, are. Imagine, pixels. imagine every single atom that disappears <laughs> and ends up somewhere else in two places at the same time it, it flickers around. you know like a, you know like a film when mm. it scrolls I do I've seen a film yeah you know like the old film when it used yeah. to scroll and you get, it it's has. like you, you're you're flicking between maybe you've got two existences yeah. maybe you're flicking between two alternate universes yeah. you don't know you don't interact with the other one but the, your all of your atoms go exactly in order to the like other the place right, like a polarity <laughs> And so, like, you're like this projector of flickering existences. The only, two real ex- the only real reality is the space between those existences. Ah. I wonder what's going on in my... I wonder what all my atoms are doing elsewhere. They're probably um, having a right old laugh. Atom in here, atom in there, playing the old bass drum with their newfound hair. <laughs> maybe... The other universe. Maybe, uh, maybe you do get reborn, you just get reborn as the other existence. You, like you swap consciousnesses of the two atoms. The consciousness doesn't follow the atoms. Consciousness. S- I think it's like a game. Stays. I've worked out life is a game, and it's a puzzle to unlock. And I wanna play the game with you. Come on, play the game of life. Live a little bit. Have a good time by doing the right things. Don't be frightened of the world. It's not so bad because it's you know got what? some prizes. Of all the of all the times we've done TV theme tunes. Yeah. Why don't we do this one? We haven't done this one. Can you believe that? Life is the name of the game. Shove it up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Have some fun with Brucey, Brucey on your knee. Brucey, Brucey on my knee. It's half past three. I'm gonna give him a kiss and put him on TV. What a star! Brucey is. Let me get my on his face. On his face. Brucey is a disgrace. He's wriggling in the sand. Justin is underpants. Remember this. Goes. Remember this. Jesse's Giants. Football is a brand of science. Football now, Jesse Giants. I love that. Oh, didn't we just? Giants. Do you remember the, um, do you Old remember days. the, do, do you remember the, I do, I remember that. Do you, you remember, don't. do you remember that time when I was, could, could not remember, <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to ask you if you can remember. Have you ever been kidnapped in December? Do you remember the storyline in, uh, Grange Hill when, yes. uh, Danny was the, 
Yeah. Was a slightly oddball. We ended up dying. I just played that earlier. Did you? Yeah, it's too quiet for you. Was that when he died? Yeah. How was that? The synergy. The synergy. Yeah, the frequencies that are flying about in this room. We're giving out. We're giving out to you guys out there. Giving everything we've got. Come on, you. Fill our power. Fill the. And I guess. I guess that's. I've just. Oh, man. It's all to do with you. Turns out my theory's. Well and truly, that's where wavelength comes from. We're on the same wavelength, man. Yeah, it's the frequencies. Oh, for God's sake! Now I thought song, I'd come up with something now original. The song brilliant. Doesn't sound like a bad beginner. Now it sounds like John Mayer playing the guitar with his nose. Exactly. Yes. What's he doing? Smooth. Just, just looking for something else. Smooth criminal. Oh, I just wish I could play that. I just can't. Though. I simply can't. Doing swear words. Should be able to though. Shouldn't I? Couldn't I do like a cultural reference of no. when it was okay to do that? No. Say those things. Say those things, say those things, say those things. Say those things, say those things. <laughs> so, you lot, get out there, get your mystical glasses on, start running around your brain and find out all that stuff that's in there that's a load of crap. Get rid of it. Get Just throw it out. It doesn't mean anything. Just get rid of it. It's just sitting in your head doing ding-dong bloody noises. Get rid of that stuff out of your head. It's a load of crap. Put it in the bin. Go. Clear it out, and then other stuff can come in. You get empty space. It's like getting, you know, tied in your bedroom. You can, you know, you might get rid of some stuff. You might be able to put some new things in. Have fun with your life. It's only one that you get. For now, become better at living. Have some fun. Be giving. La 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 la. Well, you could just wrinkle your nose, and it'll all be all right. Yeah, like bewitching. Oh, she was lovely, wasn't she? She was beautiful. I can't remember. I loved her so much. That was a lot of... Uh, That's a good confession. A lot of uh, memories of uh, old what's-her-face. Old twitchy nose. As a young... You're such a misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> You're a walking misogyny. What's this? Oh, there's a woman on telly. I really fancy her. Those went, don't you go yuck. He had some hairy men. Come and listen to the story about a man named Ted. A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food. And up to the ground come a bubbling crude. Oil, that is. Black gold. Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. The kinfolk said, Jed, move away from there. Said, California is a... What? Doodly-doop. I hate this. I hate this song. I hate this program. Oh, I used to love this. Monsters. It. This and the Monsters. Give me a headache. What, oh, what was fuck. better, the Monsters or Adam's Family? Both gave me a headache. Monsters Black and white crap. <laughs> You're an idiot. I'm not. I'm clever. Listen to my voice them. The blow-offs and the show-offs. they got to take their clothes off. The dirty family. Oh, my God. Oh my god. What Star Trek's your god? What have I found? It was creepy this, wasn't it? Really creepy. <laughs> was this BBC? Master Mika, yes. Oh the memories, the memories. Oh, uh, uh, do you know what I don't remember the theme tune to? Yeah. I'm gonna find out now, right now. If you got some toasty, here we go. This is gonna, this is gonna be like hearing it all over again, but knowing it, it's gonna be like deja vu. Because I haven't heard this song for years, and I don't know what I'm gonna expect. Oh god, it's gonna be crazy. I just know I'm gonna. Hey guys, give a round for this one. Ready, guys. Here we go, guys. Here we go, guys. 
ladies and gentlemen. Hey, you. Hey, you. Get ready, get on your feet, get into gear and hit the street. Hey, you. Get moving and start too like far, you're looking good, come as you are. Hey, you. you never know what you see when you're through that door. This is a Paul Simon. Oh. Like what is it? Brilliant. Number 73. Yes. Oh, I'm already 73 at number 73 house. Turn it up, turn it up, come on. I don't remember it. 73, yes, I remember that. My bit. lucky number, 73. I've had that tattooed on my face for years. It's never done me no harm. Um, what other memories have we got? I've got one about a fish. The fish people? Yeah. Because we get into sh- no, <laughs> we do ghosts. It's written to ghosts. Buy some toast from rent to ghost. Halfway up a lamp post. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. I know what. I've got something. What time is it? Rhythm oh, is a dancer. It's 58. Hey, oh. I've got two minutes. Yes. Brilliant. I can't wait to go. Right. Oh, I can't well, play the song I want to play. you lot. Be you. Everyone follow this rules of this man. This man's one of the cleverest men that ever exists on earth. Peter Tosh, a genius, a shaman, a master, a uh, spokesman for the mind of me and you. Listen, listen. It's true. All this is true. Take it. I am that I am. Love your brother 